Good morning. Why are we losing the war? And I know you're asking yourselves that question, and I'm asking myself that question, and everybody we know are asking the same question. Why are we losing the war? <sighs> Having a morning cup, Joe. I put away the tea today to ask you the question: Why are we losing the war? Now the Democrats are asking the question because of their candidacy for the 2020 elections. Why are we losing the war? Everything we throw at the man isn't working. The polls aren't moving fast enough. Why aren't we? Winning because you're fighting the wrong battle and you're aiming at the wrong target, and the battle ain't yours anyway. The battle is the Lord's. Republicans are asking the question: Why are we losing the war? In the national media, why can't we seem to get the press on our side? Because the press ain't your problem, and for the Democrats, because Trump ain't your enemy, it's not your problem. And we keep mischaracterizing the target of our affliction, and it drives us further into our addiction of hate. And animus, and mischaracterizations. We aren't aiming for the bull's eye, 'cause our eye ain't on I. I, me, myself, and I. The battle is in the mind. Your mind. And as long as you point the finger. At Elizabeth Warren, Donald Trump, Fox News, or MSNBC, the LGBTQ, or the MSCBC, or the View, you're never going to get to you. I, me, myself. I'm the bullseye. The battle's in my mind. You're losing the war because you're fighting the wrong battle. The battle isn't Daddy. It ain't Mama. It's not my brother. It's not my sister. It's not the cat. It's not the dog. It's not the Confederate flag or the red, white, and blue Northern flag. It's not the left. It's not the right. It's not the West Coast, the Left Coast, the East Coast, or no coast. If you were right at all, you'd boast it's you. You are the host of it. The real battle is in the mind, my mind. As a man thinketh, so is he. You're thinking as you're told what they think of you, as you're told what they want you to believe, what you're told of you. But when you 
Remove the noise and hear the voice of truth. Get back to the core of you and not everything orbiting around your sphere and deal with you here. You will see the battle is in the mind. And the Bible says, that's why I said it, the Bible. Turn me off now, you haters of God. The Bible says, cast down every thought that exalted itself against, not your mind, because you'll let anything in you. You're one of those all, it's good people. You're one of those people that's tolerant of everything, anything, that leaves you with nothing at all. But every thought that exalted itself, that comes against the mind of God, the mind of Christ, the anointed one, the Messiah. And most of you, your conversations are constantly full of your mind that has the mind of the devil, not the mind of God. So you cave in, give in, and let in every contaminant and pollutant of the world. Talk about climate change. The real climate change isn't a mountain or a river somewhere. It's in your skull. The climate of the human mind needs some cleaning up, some clearing up. You need to not recycle, you need to incinerate and get rid of, extricate the trash, the plastic of pseudo-phylacteries, the lies that have entered your mind. You don't need a spring cleaning, you need a spring rebirth. And that's what it means to be born again. Because your mind is so contaminated, so confused and convoluted with any and everything that everything and anything has told you that there is nothing of value in it any longer. And it didn't happen overnight because you don't get to Beijing overnight. A series of steps and eventuals lead to an eventuality, one event after another. Just like when you're on the treadmill, or on a track, or on your bike cycling all over the place, running up and down a hill on the sand, one step leads to another, and then you meet at the destination. No one gets anywhere overnight in life, a series of steps, one moment leads to another moment, one event to another event, to an eventuality. And the deals that I would try to make at work, it took a series of phone calls. Some would be considered harassing, though I would consider them diligent, determined. Some cases almost desperate like Esther going before the king on behalf of her people to intercede. But one call after another, one date after another, that's why you have that baby with a woman that's not your wife, 
one event after another leads to where you are. And both for victory or defeat, one bad decision after another bad decision after another bad decision ultimately leads to what? Derision. One good choice after another good choice after another good choice leads to what? Triumphant. And sometimes you have to endure as they interchange with one another. One bad choice and a good choice, a couple of good choices and two bad choices. And you're going back and forth like a seesaw. Not running a straight line, but like a zigzag. And so we have to determine where the problem is. It's not the river that we're on. Have no control over that. It's going out to the sea. It's not the rocks in it or the rapid water or the temperature. It's you in the boat and how sturdy and waterproof is your boat. It's you with the oars in your hand. How skillful, crafty, and strong are you in your ability to maneuver and use the oars in the boat you're in to control what you cannot, the river going out to the sea and the rocks in the river. But you can mitigate and navigate what you do have ability over. Your choices, our choices. It's not the rapids, it's me. It's me. It's not the temperature, it's me. It's not the rocks and the water, it's me. The battle is in your mind. And you need to pay attention and mind your mind. Because what's going on mostly are your stepping on the mines and the minefield contaminant with everything but what was supposed to be put in it. And he whose mind has stayed on the creator of the mind, the father of all things will keep that mind in perfect peace. And when you don't have peace, stop pointing at everybody else. That's a choice you are making to not put your mind on him. But everybody makes choices where to put their mind. Mind, put your mind on Christ. One step in front of another. You have to do that because no one else can. What are you going to do when you're left alone with you and you can't reach somebody and you have no self-survival skills? What are you going to do when you're alone in the woods without a telephone, without an iPhone or an iPad? What are you going to do when there's no one but you and you don't know how to call on the name of the Lord? For the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are saved. But the liberals aren't running into the tower of God. The Christians aren't running into the tower of God. The conservatives and the Democrats aren't running into the tower of God. You're running to any tower but God. For you have your eye on the wrong target. 
Your mind is not steadfast. You are not looking at your maker. So you've become a flicker. Deflated of his air and inflated with the wrong air. The air of arrogance and pride, entitlement and hate, vindictiveness and jealousy because you've got the wrong air. You got that air that is steel and heavy that gives you no altitude. But the helium of God is the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. And when you inhale that air, oh, your voice will change. The words you speak will sound differently. The things you look at will look differently. The world around you will become something behind you. And your sight will be set on heavenly goals. The battle is in the mind. And when we defeat that, fight that, resist that, with the power of God given to us through Christ, the Messiah, no weapon formed can succeed against that. For if God be for us, who can be against us? And any time we are with the maker, the father of all things, we are a majority. So my friends, don't be discouraged or despondent about what you hear and turn off the voices of them anyway that tell you something different than this that in him we have our life, our power, our ability. It is in him we have our strength, our peace, and our civility. Let us set our mind on things above. Not that we become so heavenly minded, we're no earthly good, but opposite that the more heavenly minded we become the more good for earth we are set your mind right <laughs>